you for listening to Anatomy of the Heart. If you have enjoyed these podcasts, make sure to share and follow with all of your friends. Hello, hello to all my friends and welcome to Anatomy of the Heart. My name is Stephanie and each week we are going to dive into a time where we take a moment to pause and take a deep breath, allowing for God to fill us with His glory. This is a time for us to take an inventory of our hearts and to get ready to grow in our faith each day. So join me as I share weekly devotionals for the imperfect, tired, yet fully capable in the eyes of our Father. So the Wilkin household has recently had a very interesting Sunday morning to say the least, right? So um, I'm on this by myself, right? Nobody has ever had a crazy and interesting morning before you're trying to leave for church, right? I'm probably in the same boat with other people, but we are ready to go. The kids are dressed. I'm dressed. Mark's dressed. We're, we're ready to leave for church. And then all of a sudden, my, my neighbor, um, she texts me to tell me something. So when I tell you this, you're going to say, um, yep, you totally live in the country. So she texts me and said, hey, look out your back door. There's about eight to ten baby pigs running around your yard. And so I was like, wow. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, hey, kids, Logan, Liam, come out fast. Look, these pigs are running around. So we opened up the door in full excitement. And there you go. Right in our yard, in the backyard, there's eight to ten baby pigs just running around everywhere and Logan was like I want to keep one for a pet and so he opens the gate and when he opens the gate Augie our doggy yes we call him Augie the doggy he ran so fast and started chasing these pigs all around the yard now listen we live out in the sticks so we are surrounded around a lot of woods. So he took off through the woods with these pigs. And he's pretty good about going out and then coming back. Um, but I still was nervous because we tried calling for him. We said, Augie, Augie, Augie. And he wouldn't come. I mean, he was literally gone. Not a pig in sight. Not Augie the doggy in sight. Nowhere. So I got to thinking about how important it was for him to hear his name be called and to come to me. And our names are vitally important too. We are given a name for a reason. Our parents give us names when we are born. Our names are used. It's directed for us to turn around, to create attention to whoever you know, is saying our name. So if Logan is doing something that he's not supposed to, and I say, Logan, I am hoping that he's going to turn his attention to me and look at me to find out what I am telling him. I want to read you guys in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Um, And this is about the Lord's call to Samuel. Uh, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. And one night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. 
The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called to Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. He ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went to lie down, and again the Lord called to Samuel. So it's like he is hearing his name, and he is he's going to approach to find out who is calling his name. And so he says, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you, go lay back down. And so now Samuel did not know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went to lie down in his place. And the Lord came and stood there, calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. So God gave us ears for listening to God. Also in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, Call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you great things. As a kid, I can remember the telephone game. Remember? So one person starts saying something like peanut butter jelly, right? And so it goes to the next person and then the next person. And before the last person um, is there, the person before them relays that. And so that person who is the last one has to give everybody what they think the message was. Usually, most of the time, it's not what it started out as. Many of us have not mastered that art of listening to God. And that definitely includes me on that. It, you know, I have many distractions. We could all have distractions around us. Or simply, we just don't want to listen. God is always speaking to his children but often we miss what he's saying because we in a way are distracted to hearing what God has to say but God is vocal God is active yet we know this and we still struggle to hear his voice in our lives so I was reading on a blog and they had said that there are five possible reasons that we don't hear God and I want to share those reasons with you. One, we want God to show us and not tell us. I think that that rings true sometimes because we feel like he maybe has told us something but then we really want those blessings to come. We want him to show it to us. We want it to be very visual. Um, and things don't happen in our time frame. They happen in his time frame. And two, we desire immediate results than in a long-term relationship. Most Christians ignore the voice of God until they have a big or major decision to make. You know, you forget to spend time with the Lord and have these 
daily prayers and daily interactions with him. And then you get into a situation where it's a pretty bad and desperate need. And then you pray to God. And that's not what he wants. He wants us to be in fervent prayer with him constantly, all the time. Um, three, we can at times focus more on what than who. We are so concerned with what God wants us to do. God is far more concerned with us understanding who he is. I, I think that I'm a person who feels like I have to constantly um, be a fixer and a doer. And I have to constantly feel like I have to go, go, go and do, do, do. And God is not concerned with what I'm doing. He's more concerned with me just understanding who he is. Just to be still and know that he is God. And that's all that he wants. Yet, I try to focus so much on how I can do all of these things to... Um, make myself feel better, I guess, make others feel better, and maybe feel like I'm pleasing the Lord when He only desires for me to to spend that one-on-one time with Him. Four, we focus more on us than Him. Five, we give more weight to our feelings at the expense of God's Word. We have the Word right in front of us, fully and daily instructions for us, yet we still live with skeptics. skepticism. So, for sure, we are people who have a trust issues. I mean, there are a lot of things that um, in my past have broken trust. And so, it's hard to completely and fully trust everything. Um, But with God, He is the one thing that we can constantly know that it is of complete, complete trust in him. But we definitely um, question that because we're human and we are made in the image of him, but we still struggle and we still have those um, times in our life that we are skeptics of what he is doing for us. So the question isn't whether or not if God is speaking to you, the question is what you know, what is God actually telling you? So, Augie, he was gone. And like I said, I, I didn't know what to do. So, I mean, I got in my car and I, I drove down three houses down. And there he was. He was outside of the pig pen. And he was standing at the pig pen. And all the pigs had gone inside. And he was just standing outside of it. And I had called to Augie and he had turned to me and he had ran to me. And of course I got all dirty and I had to change and then we were running late for church and that's a whole nother story. But I thought about that and I thought that I had called his name and I had called his name over and over and over and we had all called his name, but he was so focused on the task and the task at hand was to chase the pigs, to um, do what he wanted to do. Uh, But the moment that the pigs were in the pig pen and were less of a chase for him, less of a distraction, the moment that I called his name, he turned towards me and he ran. And so I think that God is often calling for our names 
and he wants us to to turn around and to listen to him yet we're still running after the pigs and the moment that we are still and we stop to listen to him that's the moment that we can turn around and we can run to him so again i say the question isn't whether or not if god is speaking to you the question is what is god telling you and are you listening to him so let us pray father thank you for your desire to speak to us every day thank you for help guiding us in spirit to obey your word god we thank you that you have called us your friend lord your word says that when we draw near to you you will draw near to us so we draw near to you today lord we seek your face we seek your voice let us hear you and obey you more your word says your sheep know your voice and we will not follow the voice of a stranger Help us to know your voice and to not be deceived by any other. Help guard our hearts from the influences of this world and the people around us. We seek to hear you today for instruction, correction, and guidance. We praise you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys.